The Recap Book Chat duo is here. Time to get our brain cells in gear. And as Betty Smith said, the world is yours for the reading. And welcome to the Recap Book Chat. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have just finished reading Lines of Courage by Jennifer A. Nielsen. Whoa. And she is an award-winning author. This was published in 2022. And it really, it's set in World War I. And you really, you find, you follow five kids. And the way she weaves their stories together is really cool. So It's amazing. It is amazing. Where did you hear I, about this from? Well, you gave it to me for my birthday. That's right. And you <laughs> and you gave it to me. I've been sick under the weather and you gave me the audio version, which was phenomenal because I, I, I listened to it all in one setting. I couldn't, I was sick anyway. I didn't want to watch anything. I couldn't read. So it was, wow. a, it was a great gift. It was a great yeah. gift for someone who is under the weather. So it's cool because we're coming at it from different uh, angles. Coming yeah. Coming at it differently. Yeah. And so I, I didn't really write down any quotes and I know there's good quotes in there. So, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that you read the physical version. So, but anyway. Yeah. And this would be a great gift, a Christmas gift for someone that has a history buff uh anybody that grew up on the i survive series and that kind of thing would love love this book Mm. it is so good it's 388 pages so it has to be a pretty good reader you know but man and it's dedicated to sergeant york a true hero wow and and if anybody knows sergeant york um his story he's like the only hero that people talk about out of world war one mm-hmm But that's because, you know, there was a movie made about him. (laughs) Yeah, we know nothing about World War One. So this book taught me so much. And so let's meet the five uh, characters. Or is it six? It's five. There's five. There's five kids. And let's start with We'll just go in the order. We meet them. Felix is the first kid you meet. And he's from Austria, Hungary. He's Jewish. He longs to be brave. But um, Jewish Baum, which is the the same name as L. Frank Baum, who wrote uh, Wizard of Oz. I thought that was funny. Oh, I didn't connect that. Good job. And um, the he's twelve at the time. Pre- they may have pronounced it differently on the on the audio, but when his dad uh, his, his dad took him to um, some place, they're in a gathering or something, and he actually sees their. Um, what do you call him? A czar or a, whatever assassin? I think a uh, czar. Yeah. yeah. He feels like he could have stopped it. And if you read that in the back of her book, she, she tells you about um, that World War One was started by a, a driver taking a wrong turn. That's what, that's what people say. But the driver, it, it was a tense time. And this, um, leader wanted to kind of smooth things over so he's like waving to the people and all that open roof stuff so kind of like kennedy it reminded me of kennedy Good connection uh, he, he, him getting assassinated so um, of course the, everybody there they this country Aust- austria 
uh, Hungary had taken over a country called Bosnia and the Serbians were not happy. And so that guy is the one who did it. Um, but this uh, leader, he did, he had the driver uh, on the spur on the fly. He said, turn, I want to go to the hospital. Cause it happened twice. One time uh, somebody let out a grenade and this guy's going to turn around after going through the crowd and go to the hospital and visit those people. Well, because he did that, he got killed too, because they missed him the first time, but they mm -hmm. got him the second time. And so his dad ends up, they say that that's kind of what triggered World War I, and his dad ends up having to go, and he wants to give him a medal that his grandfather had earned in the, another war. And it's, it's I, I guess it's, it, they act like through the book that it's solid gold. Yes. I don't know. But they act like it's very valuable, and he turns it down. He refuses to take it because he says he's not very brave. He doesn't he feel just worthy. Felt like, yeah. And so I thought that was, uh, and, and the funny thing, there's some humor in it. it um, there's, his dad has a German friend, <clears throat> Dressler, Major Dressler, and he has a daughter, Elsa, which I liked Elsa, but Felix did not. Yes. And she, she raises pigeons, which I thought, you know, you had given me that pigeon paper, which I thought was because <laughs> cool. she raises pigeons and she wants to give trains them to, yeah. to Felix and all that. And he's just like, because uh, they're homing you know. pigeons, the ones that are messenger, whatever you, yeah, messengers, pigeons. Yeah. What do you call them? And she thinks you might need this in the war to send help. She could send help. And he's kind of arrogant there. He, he may not be brave like his dad said that he would be, but he's arrogant to think, he said, well, Aust we have the best empire in the world, the oldest empire in the world. And then Elsa goes over there and builds a house of cards and shows him how easy it is to knock down an empire mm -hmm. with that house of cards. And then that comes back, someone else uses that. But uh, And she's just mentioned there, but... Um, it goes on to say that I forgot the town where Felix was, but Felix and his mom have to get Lumberg. out. Yeah. And they have to go, they're supposed to go to Vienna, but there's a military leader there that has quite a bit of attitude. And um, of course, I think uh, Felix had some attitude too, but anyway, he gets up, ends up getting chained. Okay. Well, and, uh, we, we've got to say that they didn't, so they were supposed to make it out of Vienna and they did not make it out. They were on their way. Their ride left them. And so Which was sad because she already paid for it. Oh, that she was so all sad. All their money. And, and he took off. And he said that driver said someone paid more. And Felix wanted them to get out earlier. And the mom, the reason she stayed, she was helping other people get out. And she was helping yeah. warn other Jewish people and their rabbi. So anyway, they're standing there with their bags and then the Russians take over. The Russians apparently had been chomping at the bit to get Lumberg anyway. So then and so then they have this the garrison, I think his name's Garrison. The the mean Russian. Oh Gar Garrison? Uh, garrison? Garinoff. Oh go Garinoff. okay, Garinoff. Yeah. So Captain Garanoff. Yes. So anyway, he's the one that they have dealings with. That uh... and 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 I just you know when you're thinking about he's a little all, all these characters are 
like 14. Yes. I mean, it's not like they are old, you know, but when you, when you meet them, they're going through problems that are so, so challenging, you know, like, and then, then we meet Kara who, um, I have a quote from Kara. I'm not afraid of doing hard things. I'm afraid of a life where I do nothing. Mm, That's a great quote. I mean, and her goal is she wants a Red Cross pin. She wants to earn that. And they're bombing um, Great Britain. They're bombing that. So her mom takes her with her. Her mom is a nurse. And they're on this train, which I didn't realize there was a Red Cross train. Like I don't ambulance know. trains. Yeah. yeah. That was a great idea. That, yeah. And she said, well, she's going to be in danger either way. But it does let you know that things are not always as they seem because when... She first came on the train with her mom, and I did not write that guy's name down, but um, there was a man that's an orderly, and he acted like, uh, when the orderly uh, said he hoped Kara wouldn't be in the way, she replied, I came here to work. But it hurt her feelings. Yeah. And then later on, they have an encounter, and he said, I, I wasn't, she said, like, you didn't like me. You know, because that's what she thought. Mm-hmm. But she's a kid, you know. And he said, no, it's not that I didn't like you. I wanted you to try hard. Mm. I was challenging you. Oh, that wasn't an said, orderly. That was her, her, her leader. Yeah. No, no, this was the orderly because she ended up saving his life. He wasn't an orderly. He was a captain or something. He was, he was above her. Well, I thought he was kind of like, yeah, but I don't think he, he wasn't a doctor or anything. I think he was. No. Well, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> be that as it may. No, the doctor and her didn't have this close, but this close personal relationship. But the reason the orderly, and this is just a guy who didn't want a kid on the train, basically, which you can understand that. But when he gets wounded, when or his other guy, she ends up carrying a what do you call those stretchers, and she helps him, and then he gets hurt, and she helps him. She knows a lot about uh, taking care of people more than she should, even. Well, and, she studies all the time, but yeah. she and, does end up saving saving the guy's life that doubted her, or said he doubted her. Yeah, and and the thing is, she is uh, relentless, though she won't stop. I mean, she, she's, she's a kid and she's trying to lift this heavy person and drag him back to the train, which something about that was just amazing to me, the, her stamina, her grit. Mm. And then she gets in trouble because she, she, uh, helps Felix's dad and he's the enemy. If you've seen any of those mash episodes, that's what that reminded me of because, you know, Hawkeye would want to treat the the severely wounded no matter what and then you have frank burns who's like that's the enemy let him die you know yeah so she wants to she does she she saves his life when no one else was was he needed attention and they said they were doing uh the allies first he has to wait so that's her shining moment really is i mean she disobeyed the order and and was severely punished for it the doctor, yeah, he said, you'll never get a pen. And you have to sit in their quarters, which is, their quarters was like a closet with a bed. Yeah. 
and she had to. She couldn't even give a cup of water. Yeah, I really thought that was extreme. I mean, I did too. I didn't I think, think he went over the top there. And at first, I thought, oh, that he's going to change his mind because they need help. But he didn't change his mind for a while. He did not. He did not. He was. Um, it was her dream was to to have that. He crushed it. He crushed her dream, and I was like, what? And then you meet. Oh, which... but we got to say the cool thing throughout the story is that so Felix that medal he tried to give or Felix's dad the medal that he tried to give him to Felix so when he is injured and Kara is taking care of him and he sees everything that she lost because of him because she disobeyed for him he ends up giving her that medal of this medal of courage that's right and and then and says that you know he pass it on he's sorry yeah he wanted to give her something you know which was wonderful i thought but and then you do just absolutely love her because her and her mom when the train was stopped they were out in this village and um they were going to buy something i think and she picks up this red hat that this girl is selling and the girl she can tell yeah kara has the kind of an intuitive spirit she sees that the girl is selling things so her family can leave this area, but she knows she doesn't want to sell that red hat. And mm-hmm. so she, I, I just thought that was sweet because this girl is wanting to sell things, but she has her hat in there. But her anyway, dad, it was special. Yeah, because her dad out. had given it to her, but Juliet is French. So you got Kara from Britain. And you've got Elsa from Germany and Felix from Austria-Hungary. Um, but Juliet, her father is in prison under Major Dressler, which it already is weaving characters together. And then her family lived in Verdun. And I, she tells you at the end Verdun? of Verdun? Verdun. Well, you know how to pronounce these things. Good. You be the pronouncer there. It's... it. In that area was the longest battle of World War One. It's 302 days. Mm. And every day, an average of 2,300 people were wounded or killed. And at the end, yeah. the total was 700,000 in uh, that one area. Just that one. That's just so such a waste. I'm just, yeah. And the saddest it's thing, so they're trying to get out of town. But somehow, man, she gets separated from her family. So whoa when it's called lines of courage i i I had i had to think she probably had the 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 biggest amount of courage i mean i would give it to her too i mean it's everyone faced their own challenges in different ways but she was alone for years Mm -hmm. and didn't know i mean she knew where her dad was but he was in prison and she that she has a, a gallant effort to get him out that doesn't pan out and all like she gets imprisoned in a work camp and then like there's a lot of things that she has to go through. She lives in a cave and she rescues the last character Dimitri, which I also almost would have given it to him because he's 14 and who would have thought Russia would send people to war without a weapon? He has nothing. I was like, what? He shouldn't even be there. He's 14. Yeah, and he didn't really have a choice. He's not. He has no helmet, no and it's just Russia just sent him there and then uh, to me, that the, that he has that same uh, Captain Garanoff that was trying to be kind of mean to Felix at the first. That's his commanding officer. And he says, get out there. They call it go over the top. And that means get out of the trench. Mm. 
and he he did have one friend how did they say his name on the was it igor uh yes yeah that was his friend who kind of looked out for him and he was probably 18 or something but he had a star and he gave it to um he gave it to dimitri and then for some reason that uh, captain wanted it because Igor was killed. And so Dimitri is pretty devastated. And he, when he, when uh, the captain said, go over the top, he's, he doesn't have a weapon and he gets hurt really bad. So he's just kind of, uh, what would you call that? Like, like comatose, but walking around. Yeah. In and a daze. Cause he has a head injury. Yeah. And Juliet finds him. But um, I think that's on the cover yes yeah and she takes him back to her cave and kind of she saves his life basically i think don't you yes oh she definitely saved his life because she had a fire and because he would have froze or he was not in good he needed he needed being to be taken care of and through dimitri and his story we learn that there's a whole other conflict in russia going on between the they're having political problems on their own and so in the middle or i guess more towards the end of world war one the russians that are on the side of the communistic uh party they leave because uh their political leader was assassinated and so the country's going uh, in a completely different direction so then they're like we we didn't even want to be here to begin with yeah and and the other people are trying to make like no i mean our the other leader was dead they're going to different so they half of the russians just are like gone so but dimitri was loyal to the czar who wasn't very good either apparently like i mean i i'm just like man russia was i just feel so sorry for the people because yeah they they had endured so much even prior to world war one you know like they should i don't why well, would but Dimitri, Dimitri said, we said we would come and help him. We need to help him. Yeah. You know, we need to do what we said we would do, which I was just, and he sends every bit of his money to his family. Well, and going back to, it was interesting that it, the war sh- should probably have never even started because the, you know, they, Serbia was get, said given a list of 10 things that they needed to do to prevent war they ended up doing nine of them which we don't know i i didn't look up what those were i should have but the the message of getting that to the the kaiser um was delayed by the germans Mm -hmm. because they wanted to go to war they were chomping at the bit to go to war and so that message was delayed until war had already been declared and I was like, isn't that interesting? You know, it's how sad. a Very few sad. people look at, look at the effect of that. Look at the effect of that. I'm like, I would not want that weight on me. Like who would do that? I don't know. And she said at the back, she put the notes and she said, uh, there was not one reason for this war. It said some countries fought for power, others to support allies, others for revenge, national pride, or to gain land. There was no central issue that yes. all countries yes. fought for I'm which like, i thought that was different it's 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 just asinine really because it's like that should never have happened that many people should never have had to endure that i mean and countries it, were demolished yeah 
Well, they said when they use that um, gas around, where is Juliet from? How do you say that? Um, Verdun. Yeah, Verdun. Uh, that it's that made the land toxic for years and years and years it's still in the land Mm -hmm. it's still messed up so um wow what a and then uh then dimitri he stays but he still he could have stayed in the cave with with juliet but he he feels like he needs to fight so he goes and ends up getting uh becoming a prisoner (laughs) i mean really and that that is a german prisoner and he ends up working at Elsa's house in the garden, which uh, Elsa's really, and she's the pigeon girl. So you find out that she, she's been, she's really big on planting a garden to survive, you know. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was ironic, a twist of fate. Um, but so is uh, Garnoff is also a prisoner there. And he does not like um, Dimitri at all. And they have a uh, kind of like a battle going on, and uh, somehow D- Dimitri overheard Garnoff talking like he was going to kill Dressler or um, hurt his family. And Dimitri does tell um, Major Dressler not to trust him. Yeah, but uh, and the, but and the the reason Dimitri is even talking really with Elsa is because. He was turned in for having that medal. They said, oh, he probably stole it. And they recognized the medal as being Felix's. So it's like, it's gone through Felix and Karen and Juliet and, and Dimitri. And now it's back to Elsa. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. Because Kara gave it to Juliet. Juliet gave it to Demetra. That's right. right. So it's made us, it's really cool how that kind of tied them all together. How it's made its rounds. And it's... And I'll, you know, we can't really control war. We can't control what, what people do and how it gets started. You know, that's going to happen, unfortunately. But we can control what we do in the midst of it. And like these kids, like they had courage and kindness. And I really like, yeah. really, I think mm-hmm. that's what you need to survive war, really. Because, or even life. Yes. Which is a battle. Time, Elsa said, you always did have courage, Felix. You just needed to look inside yourself to find it. Mm, that's good. And I don't know how many people really do have courage, but they haven't had a challenge. That's true. If you if you don't have a challenge, you don't know that you have it. You know, it's a. And then, then you find out um, that I thought this was just a sad point because I feel like she researched this so heavily that this actually happened. So Elsa and her mom had worked really hard on this garden and her mom gets really, really sick. It's what was it? The Spanish flu? Spanish flu. It the Spanish, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. And you think her mom's going to die and you're all worried. But her mom said, could you make some soup out of the vegetables in the garden? Guess what? Someone stole all of the vegetables. They sold everything. You know, that had to have happened yeah. because didn't people were so them, hungry. Didn't even leave them a carrot. But and this was, was in like, Germany, oh. so yeah. yeah. And it was Germans that did uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. So I thought, what? Are you kidding me? I, I don't I just, you know. And then you find out uh that Captain uh Garanoff, he has the eye patch that he um he got the eye patch because way back at the beginning of the war when Felix was chained 
there was somebody that cut that, and that happened to be Elsa. And he's harbored a grudge because he lost his eye. So, yeah. and, so, and there's to... there's a climatic climatic ending that we won't tell you about. But there is a convergence where they all there's some somebody is hurt really bad, and they're they're kind of all pulled together, and it it but it ends really well. So I I think she did Jennifer did a good job of wrapping everything up, um and and giving I you a, hope. This is a quote. This medal belongs to every one of you. At some point, each of you found yourself in a terrible situation. You responded with courage, with honor, and with kindness. And Major Dressler was talking to the five that they do all get together at mm. the end. And um, but there is something that totally should surprise me. Yeah. I, and I know you're telling me, don't say that. Don't say that. OK, I won't. But it's it does have a twist at the end. And you so. said this would be a great Christmas gift, really. For what yeah. age group would you say? Well, if they were a good reader, uh, you know, a high reader, fourth grade and uh, up, mm-hmm. a- anybody uh, that, that is um, anyone that read what was the other one we wrote words on fire words on fires that was a good yeah. one too we learned a lot from that yeah and this would is a little bit deeper i thought because it's longer but at the end she even has um she has this at the on her notes maybe the unresolved issues of world war one led into world war two from among those ashes, a voice emerged to proclaim Germany's punishment too severe. Many Germans endured years of hunger, poverty because of the treaty. They listened to this man. And who is this man? Hitler. Yeah. So she said, maybe World War II was not the Second World War. It was just World War I continued. Yeah. I, I, I can thought, see that. Ooh, that is powerful. Yeah. It was just... Um, one right after the other. Uh, well, wasn't characters... it interesting too that like the so the Felix is Jewish and his dad is in the German military. I didn't realize that. So this the whole thing, the hatred of the Jews, I guess during World War One had not started, but the Russians. I thought that was really interesting. The Russians were treating the Jews very poorly, and so they were the the Russians were coming in and to Lumberg and putting the Jews in these concentration camps or these, I don't think they called them that. I don't know what they called them, but, and they weren't treating them very well at all. So I'm like, but then World War II comes around and we're allies with Russia. And then the the Germans are doing the same thing that the Russians used to do to the, you know, the Jews. So, well, Felix's dad was not in the German army. Felix's dad, they, they were, he was friends with Major Dressler, but Felix's dad was the Austria, Hungary, they had their. Oh, well, but they were allies with Germany. I mean, he fought with Germans. No, the, well, I don't, I, I, Austria? I don't think he, yeah. Oh, well, maybe he did. Maybe he did. Yeah. Because that was I was getting Captain Karnoff mixed up. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's hard to keep everybody straight. But yeah, Major Dressler was German and he's the one that had Francis the Juliet's father. But whew, it's hard to com- 
I mean, but to think you're one day you're at home with your family and the next day you're fighting a war that you don't even know why you're fighting it. You're confused. Mm-hmm. Millions you're confused. of people. Yeah. What? Because at one time Felix's dad said that, that uh, there was like a million soldiers and then boom, it, it only took not very long for them to either be injured or killed. You could tell that Felix's dad did not want the war. I think some people want the war. They think they want the war Mm -hmm. because it's exciting maybe or something, but it's, you you know, it's just like, uh, it's a misconception. I think maybe it's been romanticized kind of in a way. Well, we will. Germany had a lot of new war toys. They, I think they were ready to try out. They had a lot of new, Because they were kind of prideful. They said, oh, you know, no one else has really um, been evolving their weaponry or whatever. And Oh, I found I did have this note. The assassination of the Archduke. uh, That's what it was. The Archduke is what officially kind of started it in Bosnia. But I don't know why everybody would jump on that. See, that's still unclear to me, you Mm -hmm. know. But it says uh, in our journal, what uh, what did I learn from this? I thought it was powerful. Would I recommend it? Yeah, because it shows how a kind deed, how one kind deed can affect so many like ripples in a pond. Yes. Because all these five youths that you read about, they just did the right thing. Yes. In the midst of propaganda, which I didn't know propaganda was used in World War I. Mm-hmm. It said propaganda was easy to find, but truth was hard to find. So, and Austro, Austria Hungary is that I think might be, I don't know what that is now. She said uh, a lot of the countries back then, they're not even countries anymore. Yeah. So she had to, you know, and the pigeon did play a part in there. She did get to use the pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> multiple times, I think it, it, it helped someone out. So, I mean, way to go for, Elsa and Elsa. If you, yeah. and, and I just it was amazing the way that she wove their stories together it was uh, it was powerful it, it was, was it uh, was a great read I, I highly recommend it or uh, listen if you're not feeling well or driving it, well do you think since you listen to it if if uh, a family is going to make a road trip would that be good for a family oh yeah yeah it you would be good so? mm-hmm. you said she did the voices she yeah she did the whoever it wasn't jennifer nielsen reading it it was yeah. someone else but they did a good job i can't remember their name and uh yeah she did different voices and then you get to hear the the names of the city and sometimes there's there'll be parts in french and she would speak the french parts and so wow. yeah it was cool. it was well done yeah. it was a good listen well i think i think that's a wrap that on... is a wrap on lines of courage Jennifer A. Nielsen. Oh, it's it's quite the emotional roller coaster, but uh, yeah, we hope you give it a listen or a, or a read, and um, we hope you keep those pages turning or the volume up uh, <laughs> and those book lights burning, and we will see you on the next one. Mm-hmm.